baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Love a little journey, bro. And St. Louis loves its classic rock. I forgot which song. Uh, one of the two songs, "Open Arms," I think was our prom theme. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a great one. I mean, "Don't Stop Believing" is so classic. But I grew up listening to my dad's vinyls, Journey, among other classic rock bands. So ingrained at a young age to love the band. And joining us now is the author of the book. Living Just to Find Emotion, Journey and the Story of American Rock, David Hamilton Golland. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, St. Louis. <laughs> it's hey, good to have you. St. Louis loves its classic rock. Uh, David, how did you, I'm going to start from the very beginning. How did you decide to write this book about the history of Journey? Well, uh, thank you for that question. So the very beginning uh, actually is 40 or so years ago, 42 years ago now, in the summer of 1982, when I was shooting a game of pool, and someone put a quarter in the jukebox, and Don't Stop Believin' came on, and it was the first time I had ever heard that. And I stood bolt upright, and I was just immersed in that song for four minutes and five seconds, and I have been a tremendous Journey fan and Steve Perry fan ever since. Now, I went on and uh, did very different things with my life, ultimately became a, a historian of civil rights rights and African-American history. And then in the depths of the pandemic, kind of thinking about what my next book project would be, um, I read a previous book about Journey. Um, uh, I think it was actually called Don't Stop Believin' uh, by a journalist and uh, came out in 2011 or 2012. And I just thought, there are a lot of missed opportunities here. I'd like to write the full history of Journey from the beginning till today in time for their 50th anniversary uh, and debunk a whole bunch of myths and just uh, develop a whole lot of arguments about the band. Well, and I'm just going to add this quickly that I kind of buried the lead with your history as well. You're the Dean of School of Humanities and Social Sciences at Monmouth University, a history, excuse me, a historian, a professor, and you were the founder of the Journey Zone, which was the leading source for all things Journey. Absolutely. That's journey-zone.com. And I'm proud to be right here at Monmouth University, the university down on the Jersey Shore, near, right near Asbury Park, the home of Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi. And uh, just, a, just a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to work with my colleagues here. So would you say you are the, uh, you are the number one expert on Journey in the country? So I absolutely can't say that because oh. you're going to get hate mail, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to get hate mail because everybody thinks they're the biggest Journey fan and the biggest Steve Perry fan. What I can say is that I am a tremendous Journey fan. Uh, my kids just the other day, they, they tried to get me with a little party trick. Uh, they played like a half-second snippets of the beginnings of about 20 or 30 Journey songs, including a bunch of deep cuts, and I just rattled off the titles wow. just That's like awesome. that. That's <laughs> awesome. You know what? That's I just saw a video of Jack White 
um, you know, White Stripes, Jack White, a solo mm-hmm. artist, and he claims that he can one second of any Beatles song and he can name it. And he, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he went through like he wrapped, he ripped off like 15 different songs, and I think he got all of them right. Um, but anyway, this this group is ingrained in in pop culture still. And I I used to work with the White Sox, and when they won the World Series, "Don't Stop Believing" became their their anthem for that season, and so they really mm-hmm. leaned into that. You heard it at the end of Sopranos, you know, it was the, it was part of the very last scene of the entire series. And I know that was a while ago, but still, you hear a lot of Journey uh, being part of some pretty big pop culture moments over the years. Yes, and that's been it's been quite a surprise to see uh, how these uh, Journey songs have come back, uh, because in the late 1990s, uh, Journey music, especially that one song "Don't Stop Believing," was used to demonstrate how people had almost contempt for um, for pop culture of the early 1980s. Adam Sandler used it, for instance, in the Wedding Singer, a violin version of "Don't Stop Believing" for the first wedding, the wedding okay. where he gets uh, stood up at the altar. <laughs> That's right. I remember that now. Yeah, and uh, and yet um, between the the film Monster and as you mentioned, the Sopranos, the White Sox, other underdog sports teams, um, the uh, the TV show Glee, it has roared back to become uh, you know the the come from behind hit of the 21st century. I mean, who could have imagined that happening? It, is that isn't it? Um, my understanding is it's not really about what the sports teams right are using it as as that underdog thing but is that really what the song's about well i mean the song is complex and it employs quite a few different uh genres of american music it is ultimately a product of american music i mean it's got blues in there it's got motown it's got soul it's got progressive rock um it was written by uh jonathan kane uh journey's uh pianist and chief songwriter steve perry of course and guitarist neil sean um the lyrics though speak to jonathan kane's struggle in the 1970s as uh basically uh, an unrecognized starving artist. He came so close to success time and time again, even got on Dick Clark's show in 1976 and then would be immediately forgotten. And so his father, uh, uh, Leonard Frigga, that was uh, Jonathan Kane's birth name, Frigga, Jonathan Frigga, his father said to him uh, again and again, son, don't stop believing. And he took that to heart. And uh, boy, are a lot of us really glad that he did. Hmm. Well, and that is something that... You mentioned Don't Stop Believing, how it's in so many pop culture references. and I, But I also get the feeling that even if a song like Don't Stop Believing weren't so prevalent in certain movies or sports venues, their music would still transcend the decades. There was something special about what they created that, as you mentioned, you, you know, even your kids know Journey songs. <laughs> Yes, that's right. There's there's something particularly timeless. I think uh, what it has to do with is being able to incorporate these elements of American music, especially, frankly, the African-American roots of popular music and um, sort of translate those into a way that's really pleasant um, to, to the ear of the American listener and not just the American listener, but the European and all around the, the Pacific Rim. Is... Um this band you've have you spoken to members of the band for for this book and if so what do they think of the work Yes, I've, I've uh, interviewed probably about half of them at this point, okay. and the other half 
um, were not available, but I was able to read uh, 50 years of interviews in some cases. Probably my favorite interview, um, I interviewed uh, George Tickner twice. He was one of the founding guitarists back in 1973 and uh, the first uh, of that group to leave the band. Um, and sadly, George died last summer um, in July, but, and so I dedicated the book to him. But uh, he, was, um, he was very intrigued to see the work that I was doing, and I'm just so glad that I was able to have uh, that time with him to revisit uh, some of the early days of this band. What about the fascinating story of the new lead singer or newish lead singer of Journey, Arnel Pineda? Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Um, and how he how he came to it's join the band? Very difficult to replace a lead singer. It is so difficult. He's actually the third replacement lead singer since Steve Perry left. And uh, when the Sopranos episode aired in, uh, it was late May or early June of 2007, they had just fired their second replacement lead singer, a fellow by the name of Jeff Scott Soto. And so they were suddenly on top of the world in terms of people downloading their music, but they had no lead singer. They couldn't go out there and uh, and go out on tour in the summer of 07. Neil Sean, the lead guitarist, was... Uh, uh, trolling YouTube uh, day after day, listening to tribute band singers and singers from other bands and trying to find someone, anyone really, who could do this music. And uh, they even auditioned an individual from a Virginia-based uh, tribute band named Jeremy Hunsicker. And uh, ultimately, he found Arnel Panetta on YouTube. And Arnel is, um, he was not from a Journey tribute band, but he was from a cover band called The Zoo, and he's a chameleon, vocally speaking. I mean, he can do Chicago's Pete Cetera. I mean, he can do Ario Speedwagon's Kevin Cronin just as well as he can do these hits uh, originally sung by Steve Perry. Um, and in that way, he can sort of embody the spirit of Steve Perry. Doesn't look anything like him, of course, um, and is very different on stage. But he has also sort of captured the American zeitgeist and um, and expanded Journey's fan base in a in an incredibly surprising way these past 15 years into the immigrant community, for instance, that see him as something of a beacon. It's a fascinating story. I'm looking forward to to reading the book and really glad that you took time to visit with us. Um, I love Journey. I know that they they probably, even though they're they're so prominent and you hear the music a lot, I think a lot of critics probably dismissed them over the years, but they shouldn't. It's it's such a great band, and I enjoy them. We know you do. Thank you for doing this work, and thank you for visiting with us today, David. Thank you so much, Chris and Amy. And the book is Living Just to Find Emotion, Journey and the Story of American Rock. That is David Hamilton Golland with us here on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 